Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Danny Kennedy, and you're listening to episode number 26. Just a quick one, guys. Unfortunately, today's audio does sound pretty average, but if you need to turn your speakers down, then so be it, but it's well worth a listen, so I hope you hang around for the rest of the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, Podcast, guys. Uh, today, we are joined by Herc Kustis from Kustis & Co., Chartered Accountants. Herc, welcome to the show. G'day, Danny. Thanks for having, having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on today, and um, and today's something a little bit different compared to some of the episodes we've done before. Herc's actually a listener of the podcast, and um, I've done a fair bit of work um, with him in the gym um, to do with health and fitness and stuff, but today we're obviously going to talk about um, not only stuff to do with, with finance, but also goal setting and and knowing your why. So, Herc, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, um, about about your, your business, and then also kind of what you guys do? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, firstly, hello to all your listeners, uh, and thanks, Danny, for having me on. No uh, problem. The, um, I guess most people think about accountants as uh, people that you see once a year to put a, box, uh, a number in a box and get your uh, tax return lodged. Uh, it's not the way that um, we would like to work with our clients and uh, there is a lot of um, help that you can get from your accountant if you've got the right accountant. Yep. Um, the way we work with people is to actually help them realise what their goals are um, and what their objective is so that we can help get an outcome for them and create a benefit and create a value for them. As an individual and or a business? Yeah, both. Yeah, so not both. just financially? Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, there are so many aspects that go into um, uh, leading fulfilling and rich, enriched lives that um, uh, the, the aspect of just how much money do I earn is actually quite vacuous. Uh, the, the, the sense of achievement needs to be based on specific goals and a specific yep. objective. So 100%. that's what we look for with um, with what we can bring to the table, yep. how we can help people um, stay accountable to their true goals. Um, yep. But they, the hardest thing is for people to actually articulate what those goals are and define yep. what they are. Um, once they actually truly can get to that position, then you can break it down into actions and then you've got to check in regularly yeah. as to how you're progressing with those actions yeah cool and so as a as a business Kustis and co say for example you're getting a, a new client or a client inquiry what type of process would you go through to yeah. start it to try and find out what their why is or how would you help them find yeah, their why? yeah absolutely um we go through this process called a trust assessment um and it's basically a survey um covers a whole range of different areas it's an online survey um, that people, before we even meet them, we'd like to see if they can complete it ahead of the meeting. That gives us a little bit of a snapshot of what's in their mind yep. uh, and what they see as a priority for them to achieve. And that gives us something to bounce off at, at the first meeting so that we can get straight into um, developing a relationship uh, but also understanding where their priorities lie. Yeah, and we spoke about before... Uh, before we actually started today, we spoke about um, about once you once you do know your why, especially if we're in a team environment. So whether it's a sporting team, whether it's work, 
whatever it may be, is that everybody has to be on the same page and every kind of every day or every workout, if we're talking about health and fitness, obviously the end goal needs to be in mind. What type of stuff do you do you guys kind of go through with clients or what do you go through with your own team about how to get people on the same page? Yeah, we practice what we preach uh, internally as, uh, as well as uh, bringing it to the table with clients and that's um, looking at being very clear about what our visions and what our goals are. Um, not only for the next quarter, not only for the month, we're looking at one year from now, three years from now, five yeah. years from now, and into the distance. Um, and we very much um, uh, review and update our one-page plan regularly. Uh, it's based on a lot of the philosophies. I don't know if um, uh, you've come across it before, Danny, but um, a lot of the philosophies are from people like Jim Collins, who's who yep. a number of years ago wrote this book called Good to Great. Yep. And from there, a lot of other... Um, um, Authors, Vern Harnish is another one, uh, mastering, mastering the Rockefeller Habits. Yep. They've put through these principles about improvement, goal setting, one-page plans, um, establishing what a BHAG might be for uh, uh, for a business or a person. And, and for those listening that don't know what a BHAG is, would you mind kind of telling sure. us what it's about? A BHAG is a big, hairy, audacious goal. So it's actually picking something that is so far out of touch or you, today for you that you would aspire to achieve, but it's so, um, it, it's not something that can be achieved in a five, ten minute yeah. or, or a one month um, time frame. Time frame. It, it's got a time horizon of possibly 10 plus years, mm. 20 years, 30 years, um, but it's, it's something to sh- shoot the lights out. Yeah, um, and that drives people. If you get the right BHAG, whether it's internal to yourself or your organisation or external, it can be um, uh, very significant in moving your culture forward and keeping you accountable. Yeah, yeah, that's something that I've taken on board the last twelve months or so. Is kind of live, or kind of going by if your if your goals or your dreams don't ski then they're probably not big enough. Yeah. So just picking things that are yeah. not so much just picking things, but those kind of things that you think to yourself, surely that's not possible. Well in the end of the day it really is. But it, like you said, it's just got to be about every small thing you're doing has to be working towards, towards that, that towards yeah, that goal. Yeah look the sky's the limit and quite often we get we get in, in our own way. Um, yeah. we limit our capacity and we limit our thinking and um, and uh, we aren't prepared to take the steps that we need to take. Uh, yeah. And that that comes down to being um, unfocused. Uh, yeah. Creating focus and remembering to check in with that focus on a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, is the thing that actually um, people lose sight of. Yeah. Obviously, consistency is the key. And there was a, a blog post you told me about recently, stuff to do with, um, with actually the UK cycling team was it yeah yeah, yeah. Right. so would you want, do you want to tell um, the listeners a, a little bit about that kind of theory and and that part yeah yeah i guess um there was um uh the uh performance director of the british cycling team back in uh, the 2012 olympics um uh for uh, the london olympics in 2012 um they they achieved uh, the british cycling team Received, uh, achieved quite a bit of success during yeah. that campaign. 
And uh, what was being um, um, highlighted at that point was the use of the performance director implemented, uh, his name was uh, Dave Brailsford, implemented the concept of aggregation of marginal gains. And aggregation of marginal gains is to seek improvement in everything that you do and the sum of the improvement proportionally is much greater yeah. um, in the outcome that is achieved. So uh, in, a, in a cycling team, for example, it could be everything from improve your sleeping um, patterns, uh, look at your diet, look at the, uh, the, um, the training regime that you've got, every, every possible and conceivable thing that you can seek to improve, yeah. set about improving it. And a lot of that information Dave Brailsford drew from a, um, a um, book that was put, uh, uh, I guess it came out in the mid-2000s by a guy called Jeff Olson. Okay, and yep. His book was called The Slight Edge, yeah. and it, it actually um, underlined a very basic concept, uh, and it uh, deals with consistency. Every day you have a choice as to whether you want to take the easy way or the hard way. Great. Um, the easy way and the hard day in the moment isn't actually that hard to make a choice. It's just as hard to decide against it as it is to decide to exactly. do it. Exactly. In the, in the minute, it, you, you can make a conscious decision to say, I'll do A or I'll do B because I know my ultimate goal is X. Um, but most people lose focus and lose, um, lose sight of that. So they, they do the easier option. Um, mm. They do the thing that is easier. Comfortable. And you're comfortable. And yeah. they say, oh, I'll leave that for later or someday... Yeah. I'll get to that. Guess what? Someday never comes. Yeah. Um, and you know the one of the um, one of the um, things that um, Jeff Olson and Dave Brailsford highlighted was it's the impact of doing something consistently that you get the compounding benefit of um, of the achievement, the steps that you're making. Yeah. So one of the examples I think we've talked about it before, Danny too, is. Um, if your motivation or if your goal is to lose weight or um, look at your, your overall diet and your health, you could make a choice every day to have a salad or a chicken parma. 100%. So if you choose to have the chicken parma on day one, yeah. nothing's really going to happen, is it? No, you not know, at all. It doesn't, but if you have that chicken parma th- for three months every day in a row, what do you think is going to happen? I yeah, think it's pretty obvious. Big changes, yeah. I'm saying, it, like you just mentioned, it ties in with health and fitness as well as uh, as financial as well. Like if you're, it could be something as simple as losing weight or even gaining weight. If it's something like taking your your vitamins every day, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, making sure you do mobility, your strength training, your your cardio, all that type of stuff. It all adds up. Um, you can't just be one aspect that you're working on. You know, you can't eat a chicken parma but have a Diet Coke and then expect um, to be to be losing weight. Get the results that yeah, exactly. you aspire to, yeah, for exactly. sure. Uh, so in regards to finance, or, yeah, financing, uh, finances, sorry, what uh, what do you see people commonly get wrong in this instance, like in this example here yeah. in regards to finance? Again, it's the same principle. It's uh, it's not having the disciplines or not having the... The visibility as to what you and the focus as to what you're trying to achieve. So, if you've got a pot of money, 
Yeah. Um, you start with a pot of money or you're looking to achieve a, a savings plan. Um, you've got a choice every day as to whether you, how you how, what discretionary spending you do. Um, mm -hmm. Do I go out um, to a restaurant four times a week? And what is the impact of that compared to the, the goal that I'm shooting for? If my goal is to save for a house or to save for an overseas trip, and I'm taking the easy decision to go out for dinner, yeah. then my budget goes out the window. I'll never get my, or I, I may achieve my, uh, my goal, but it's gonna take longer. So it's prioritizing what you wanna do, um, but you've gotta have your goal almost tattooed to your forehead, yeah. uh, or to your arm, so at least you can see it. See. <laughs> Look at it every day and say, okay, well, I'm committed to achieving this. It, at the end of the day, it's all about choice. Yeah. Um, and um, there are a million things to kind of um, take your focus away. Yeah. Uh, but success comes down to hard work. Well, having an awareness at the very least and being disciplined. Yeah. Uh, success doesn't just happen. Yeah, exactly right. It's not an accident. Um, so say, for example, this is a question I've asked it in a couple of different podcasts. Now, say, for example, somebody coming into Kustis looking for a job or you're interviewing someone... Um, uh, let's start off let's say they haven't got the job yet what yep. kind of qualities would you look for in them or what type of vision would you look for does that have to be aligned with what you want or do you think when somebody comes into a business or a company that it can be engraved kind of it can, they can learn it yeah I think you look for um, the behaviours to be right um, you look for qualities and um, in the individual that, um, um, that deal with attitude um, because it's easy to work with um, people that have got the right attitude. Even if they're uh, wet behind the ears or green in what they do, you can always train um, and skill people up. Yeah. Um, but one of the big things is to have people that can actually make a connection yeah. with other people. Um, we are involved, and I think a lot of business people uh, and the way society is, you have to have a connection with people uh, and being able to listen yeah. uh, and also contribute to a conversation and a relationship, they're, they're, they're fundamentals in our line of work. Yes. And I think just in society in general, and the art of that is, uh, um, is getting lost um, a little bit, but yep. um, the people that do get it will generally be really uh, successful. Yeah, 100%. And... So, so going back to finance again, um, if what are some of the common things, not so much with other businesses, which is obviously what you, you predominantly work with here, yeah, or yeah. you work with individuals as well? Oh, well, we work with businesses, but with individuals in those businesses and connect. At the end of the day, businesses are made up of people. So yeah. we, we work with people that help drive their objectives and drive their business. Yeah, and what are some of the mistakes I guess mistakes that you see mainly individuals make that probably most people out there are making mm -hmm. that they're not aware of that they could change to I guess put themselves in a better financial position um, it's probably a hard question to no, answer it's not actually it's a lot of the mistakes are that um, people are time poor and don't prioritize correctly they're to do with that and yep. they, they've come up with um, excuses as to why they haven't done something uh, and the other thing that feeds into that is 
they let clutter get in the way and instead of doing high performance activities um, or high performance actions or something that will get a bigger bang for their buck, they let their time uh, get um, influenced by things that don't really matter. Yep. Um, so you end up spinning your wheels for say 75% of the day or 85% of the day, convince yourself you're out of control and you're busy and really you're doing worrying or doing things busy being busy yeah you you can be a busy fool as they say convince yourself that you're busy but really are you yeah if you're disciplined and and we're we're all guilty of it that's why that's why having a coach whether it's um uh whether it's a a personal trainer or whether it's a business coach or someone that actually asks you the question what are you doing that for yeah or they're worth their weight in gold. You get the right person yeah. and you develop the right relationship, they're worth their weight in gold. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I look at, say, work in the gym. You know, most people are creatures of habit. So they get into a comfort zone with what they're doing. At yeah. the, but you've got to up the ante or you've got to mix it around. And, um, you know, if someone like yourself, with your clients, you would work work on pushing them and improving them and not let them plateau into a comfort zone. Yeah, there's so, a lot of a lot of clients I believe that could come in the same amount of times they do with me on their own. Yeah. But, you know, it, most of the majority of them will, will tell me pretty much every time they come in. They'll see someone else training on their own and they'll just go, I don't know how they do it. I don't like I'd I'd come in probably the same amount of times but do half of what we actually do or if I felt kind of average I'd just go home or not rock up so yeah, 100% right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's probably the 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 thing that actually uh, shoots people in the foot. Just that denial mentality. We we or blame excuse denial, um, and we like to look at and encourage people to think in a more positive way. And, and what was that the acronym that you were telling me before? Oh, uh, we we go we internally but also with our clients that acronym is ORABED so ORABED stands for ownership responsibility and accountability that's the that's the positive 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 side of the behaviors that we look for uh, and we aspire to and the blame excuse denial is the negative um, um, part of that we try and always operate above the line or above the bed yeah. uh, and we try and encourage our clients to do that too. The, wor- the world is your oyster to use yeah. a cliche and if you allow yourself to have a blame, excuse, denial mentality. Um, it's exactly the same as what we spoke about before and choosing the palmer over the salad or yeah. Yeah. coming in and taking it's the easy energy. It's just having that yeah. focus and, and making sure that you're align, you align yourself with people inside your organisation, but just as importantly, outside your organisation, that not only keep you honest, but drive, um, work from the same platform. Yeah. Because it's very easy to have a, um, um, have a, um, um, a situation where you could drag a neutral person into a negative headspace. Yeah, uh, You just think about sometimes, you know, um, and I'm sure we've all witnessed it in, uh, in our daily lives where, you know, you get together with a group of mates and one mate, you know, is whinging or, or, or yeah. sooking about something. Not, not to say that it's not valid, yeah. but it can actually bring you down and steal, bring your, others down, yeah. steal your energy. And 
if you allow a situation or someone to wallow in that, especially in a team environment yeah yeah if you if you allow someone to wallow then it's not really helping them so if, if you can find a mechanism for kick-starting them again or, yeah. or turning their um turning their their negativity into positive, positive. And, and build them up again um whether it's in business or whether it's a a mate or whether it's everything improves yeah definitely now this is a question uh that i've asked again asked a few different people it's kind of a i've had some good feedback from this one is there any podcasts or books or or even blog posts obviously we spoke about before that you've listened to that you would suggest or that you would recommend sorry to to others to listen to or read or yeah yeah there's oh look there's a number of them there's um the, the the one um, that really um, resonated with me from a year a few year, years back was Good to Great by um, Jim Collins. Jim um, I strongly recommend it for anyone um, to to read it. It just does open up your mind. Yeah. Um, uh, ben Harnish, who's um, written the uh, Mastering the Rockefeller Habits and also Scaling Up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, more recently, I've read a book called Death by Meeting. Um, okay. And that's an I think I've heard one. of that one, yeah. It, it, it actually starts off as, it's almost like a, like a story, like a fable, and it talks about how people waste a lot of time in meetings, meetings. Uh, within organisations and just in their daily life and yeah. spend a lot of time just spinning their wheels. Um, another book that's quite good to, uh, and very easy to read, uh, Life, life in half a second. That yeah, okay. basically takes the point of view that you break down. You look at what your age is, and you break down um, how much time you've got left to live. Okay. Um, and you break it down into days. And yeah, right. It puts a different context on. I'll, I'll leave it till tomorrow. If, yeah, definitely. If, uh, if you've got. The, uh, the the time clock running uh, uh, or the hourglass running, it gets you focused on getting things achieved. Um, so yeah, those sorts of things. Things like um, 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 high payoff activities. Yeah. Keep in mind high payoff activities, and we talked about before the aggregation of marginal gains. The opposite of that is the law of diminishing returns. So the law of diminishing returns is beating your head up against a brick wall or doing the same thing every day that why you're hoping you, for a different yeah, result. Why, why are you doing it? It's just yeah. a habit that you're probably not even thinking about. Yeah. Now before we wrap things up, uh, next week, uh, you guys that are listening, we're doing part two of this uh, with Alex who works uh, at the firm, uh, which I think will be probably more based around finance stuff. So if there was three things uh, three topics I guess that you would you would want Alex to talk about um, or again mistakes that you see people make that you reckon would be good to go into detail what would they be um, and for you guys listening obviously make sure you tune in to the, to the next one so you can kind of find out the answer to these yeah I, number one is be clear on what your goal is um, be clear on your objective um, the um, the amount of times that um, um people in general just aren't clear they they have a pipe dream but they they're not really or they're, they're vague they're not really articulate enough in terms of defining specific. what they've got specific in defining the uh, the goal that they're going for yep so if 
if my goal is to um, land land you know a, a a particular job in a particular field or it's to start a business or what's my business plan what's yeah. my um, what what do I need to do to get that job are there educational requirements is there experience required um, so be clear on, on on your goal yep similarly you know if I've got a fitness goal That's what nice. is my fitness what is my goal yeah um, secondly is surround yourself with people that um, will keep you honest and keep you on track. Yeah. Um, and um, won't just pander to to your your um, your sense of oh poor me. Yep. Um, there is no room for poor me. You've got to be. Uh, you've got to be. And that again, that feeds into blame, excuse, denial. Um, and then check in regularly. Do it. Do it every day. Um, um, yeah, the, the one is consistency. Yeah, consistency yeah, yeah. is the key. Yeah, absolutely. And have an action plan as to how that, how you achieve that goal, and then what happens. And that's where your things like BHAG comes in. Yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Jack. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll get you on the show again soon, um, guys. Check out uh, Kusa's website. What do you want to say? Your website for uh, yeah, to check it out. Kusa's Awesome. Be sure to check it out, guys. Uh, as I mentioned, make sure you tune in for part two next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you, you have subscribed. Um, leave a review or send me an email at danny at dannykennedyfitness.com uh, for any topics or people that you'd like me to talk to on the show. Thanks for listening again. Hope you have a great day.